0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Disruption Works Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm having a good day. (laughs) (laughs) kind of
0: i think that we've um yeah yeah it's it's, it's been a it's been an all right day but it like you like you would say it's early doors yeah (laughs) Yeah, anything can happen so yeah
1: you don't want to say anything you don't want to say anything so before we jump into today's podcast I just want to yeah. give a shout out to our client Sketch I give a recent shout out to them but they've just finished redesigning one of their popular rooms which is the gallery um, was more commonly known amongst their customers as the pink room because all the furniture and everything was pink but uh, now they've recently redesigned it so if you're in London and you fancy treating yourself they also have a three mission style room in there, the electric room and library so do feel free to check out Sketch uh, if you're looking for a great night out. So is that the it's that the pink room they've changed, is it? So the pink room, yeah. It's all been redesigned. Oh, right. So the very they're very artist uh, focused yeah. uh, within sketch, uh, as yeah. the name might suggest. And what they've done is they've commissioned a new project in the gallery. So they closed it down for a few weeks, and it's no longer pink. So they've gone with a sort oh, of African cool. bronzy theme. Uh, oh, right. There, got right. some new artwork cool. and everything's up. So yeah. Yeah, Check oh, that's
0: it out. really good. Yeah, yeah. I oh, should. Oh, they're really good. Yeah, they that. I, 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 all the time. They're they're so so good. Very creative. They're, super. They're good super
1: busy. They're <laughs> super yeah, busy. They are. Yeah, they're God, are they busy. So right. on to today's podcast, Steve. Something that we touched on um, a few months ago, but uh, it's it's not gone away as a problem, I guess, for people. So it's always worth revisiting the conversation, and that is around developers. So. Yeah people either trying to have problems getting them in, people having problems getting the work done that they need to get done. So just to, I guess, hand the mic over to you on that one, Steve, what's, what's the problem with developers? What's not the, the actual people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, what's well, your problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, let's not have a... Yeah, let's not bring, let's not get so personal. They're nice guys, <laughs> they're very talented. And that that's part of the problem is the fact that they are so talented. But we're we've got a massive tech sector growth now. You know, um yeah, th- th- uh, I think we've we have mentioned before the devs are um uh that they're they're a resource that's uh, is is kind of finite it seems. Um so we're we're very much short of um of developers across the board throughout the UK, uh around the world really. Um, um, and for those of the people who don't know, we're kind of based down in the southwest of the UK. And, you know, this is a massive tech hub. You know, we've it's always been kind of um, uh, starting. It, it, it grew quite early doors to be a tech hub because it didn't really matter where you worked. Um, and it's become even more of a tech hub now with the um, with remote working and uh contracts being very much remote all the time. Um so I mean even in Devon the the um uh, tech GVA uh is one point one billion. Um, you know, so it's a major uh, sector for the region. Um but it's growing and that growth is a problem because we've got to keep up with the growth. You know, we've we've got um, down here we're we're growing by ten to eighteen percent which is huge, you know, that kind of growth rate is a is a massive thing to then feed and um, uh, but you need developers to do that. Um, I mean, we have got there There are stuff like um, low code and no code solutions out there, but that doesn't necessarily do everything. And you still need the logic usually behind that to go right out. How, how do we approach uh, certain solutions? Um, but to do that now with businesses and if you 've got a particular piece of software that you want to integrate or modify or you know extend to whatever you need it to do in the business early doors you would have maybe got a developer in to help you do that and brought the whole project in house as much as possible uh, so that um, you know you had that consistency but there's two kind of behaviors that we're starting to see now with devs is one they are getting paid a lot um so to bring somebody into your business now that's got experience um that hasn't come straight out of university without sight of other other stuff as much as they could have you know somebody that's got a standalone on their own two feet is is uh, going to be a more expensive uh, proposition and you're talking you know 40 50k entry level for that person which can be unsustainable for um you know an SME that wants to be as smart as possible in their business uh, because there are benefits with pulling all these systems together and being you know uh really efficient you know most businesses now should be um as automated as fluid as as possible we talk about automation all the time but integrating your systems is a is a form of automation because they talk to each other you don't have to transfer data between them because they do that themselves so that's usually a, a dev that would do some of the integration work you know that sometimes there's plugins for for platforms sometimes there isn't and you know all these things can be done uh but you need the skills and that then becomes a problem because they these people are coming in as contractors or they're you know there are some sort of short-term contract um or they are just you know they just are getting paid a lot they tend to be looking at six months in and six months off because they don't need to be there for 12 months and the problem with that is the knowledge um the, the the uh the the knowledge drain from the business if you if you lose that individual that set all this stuff up for you because you know what's going to happen you know as soon as they've left the door there's going to be something you go ah oh, we need you to do this or or that's not quite working as we hoped it would or you know something will come out of the woodwork and. Uh, a month after they've gone, and there won't be anybody else to pick up the reins nearly as, as well. So, there's a lot of um, uh, brain drain issues uh, with people moving around a lot, um, being offered really big salaries, especially from the big players. You know, so Amazon uh, just recently affected one of our clients quite significantly by um, uh, basically buying their whole team. Uh, from under them, offering them extraordinary salaries that the business couldn't match. You know, they weren't unhappy where they worked, but they could—they were given an offer that they couldn't refuse, and uh, and Amazon snapped them up. Um, so that then caused them huge internal problems uh, with warehousing systems and uh, you know just progressing their own automation internally and things like that. Um, and you know, it it, it affected. Down downstream a lot of um a lot of systems that they would have put in place you know so put them back a good six to eight months in actual fact uh which is a significant impact to a business so these things are a are a challenge now you know there are devs around um but they're expensive people um and i suppose the only then the, the solution then is what do i do you know i am a you know we're an smesa and we're trying to do this or you know even we're a medium business and we've got x amount of devs in the business but we still need to do more work because of the growth of um of what tech solutions need to handle that then means that you've got to do something to to alleviate that situation and you know bringing in a uh a developer business, so a software house or a um, a people that can provide you with the software support kind of gives you the business continuity they may want um, for the simple reason that if the individuals leave with with the business, the business itself is still there and they will have the knowledge transfer internally. Uh, So they take all that headache. And it seems that Even though they may be a little bit more expensive from an hourly rate perspective, um, the business continuity that you get and then the support across different um, levels of staff and uh, experience and um, kind of skill sets then gives you a benefit to that, to having those those people do a solution for us. And, you know, those people being people like ourselves, of course, But that can then be based on a project rather than it always being on a, um, oh, well, I've got, I've employed you now, so I've got to have you on all the time. Uh, So you can do short-term projects, you can uh, backfill uh, work, uh, you know, we can pick up work wherever it needs to be. But that then solves this kind of shortage to an extent, even though it may be um, at a slight premium in price, but it's getting less and less now with the amount that you're going to have to pay for a contractor in and also the amount that um is out there that you know trying to employ somebody you know cause the cost of employment as we all know is, is quite significant you know it's, but it it's means,
1: not just the it's just not it's not just the cost of the employment though it's the cost to get them in the door as well yeah yeah no absolutely whether it be for a recruitment agency or just you know or the whole process of getting someone on board is an expensive one
0: yeah, it is, you know, and
1: disruptive as well
0: and not necessarily easy to manage if you're not a tech business. So uh, those people are hard to find in a lot of regard because you don't really know what their you know, what their skill sets really are until they're in the business. And, you know, we've we're looking at a project at the moment where uh, business is trying to bring in their own devs and um, Uh, to do some work but we know that the complexity of the applications that we support at the moment is is going to be pretty significant and there's a chance that they will actually damage the software um uh stack that we've put we set up and that's that's a real risk you know because they they're going to get people in that are um that haven't got the experience um, because they're trying to make it as uh, a little bit more cost-effective, or they're trying to save some money, or trying to bring the knowledge in-house, and that's kind of fine and I understand that. But I think um, sometimes you're expecting too much too early, and it's a longer process to build up your own dev team. And like I said, you know, things like the Amazon just just just, just nicking a whole team. You know, or significant proportion of our clients' team. You know, that's that's massive, and being able then to step in and help and say, well, okay, what were the urgent things, what the stuff, and knowing them a little bit anyway. You know, we can help out in those scenarios and go, well, okay, that's all right. We can we can help you out with that stuff, Um, and and you know, do a a few projects that are very urgent, top of the pile uh, stuff and just get them out the door um, just because the skills are there to be able to do it. You know, and yeah, it's a bit of a minefield, really. And it, and I, I really do. um, I sympathize with businesses that are trying to get trying to be progressive, trying to be innovative and uh, just then going, well, how on earth do I go about that? I, I can't afford, you know, five people in the business because that's going to cost me a quarter of a million quid a year you know and the rest you know it, it's just um yeah it just starts becoming a real problem
1: lots, so, lots of industries are struggling with people on the ground so why do you think it is that there is a shortage of developers is it just because the the tech space is growing quicker than than we can produce humans, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, or, no, it's, it's, it's literally <laughs> that. You know, it's literally that. And also the
0: realisation, I think, within business that tech is so important to their business. So they're going, right, we really, really need to be smarter. We really, really need to, to have uh, more software-based solutions within our business, you know, whether it be a, you know, a really good inter uh, interaction Um, integrated CRM system or, you know, the CRM system has to talk to the finance system, has to talk to the recruitment system, has to talk to all these parts of a, a normal business. It doesn't matter what your business is. You know, you've always got the same framework in place that you need to do. You've got people, your product and your customers. You know, those are all your, your three and you've got your finances. Now, all those pieces need to talk to each other. So all uh, but then there's every business is a little bit different. So then extending the CRM to make it fit or um, uh, making sure your finances do fit with uh, the, the type of service or product that you offer. Those are the bits that are then uh, the requirement to get somebody in that's got skills within software development um and that's growing because businesses know they need to have it in there and they can't ignore it anymore it, it's you know it's back in the day when you had um people didn't have a website and you go well we all now need to have a website but it took quite it took a while for businesses to understand that and then all of a sudden it was like everybody needs websites so there was whole droves of people trying to get websites and then web developer businesses grew and now there's millions of them you know but they're pretty low tech usually web dev businesses because the tools have caught up but in the software development place I think the tools are getting better but that's a slower option because they're so open it's not specific like a website platform it's um it's usually bespoke it's usually specific to the business and it usually needs to be um developer level skills to do it so there's lots of challenges. There's lots of um, uh, lots of things that are going to be a, a push, I think, uh, for um, for businesses to try and understand. But there are also solutions, you know, software houses like ourselves that can help in a support capacity, a project based capacity um, are a really solid solution because of the business continuity. Might be a little bit more expensive short term. Um, but I think long term benefits are are much wider. You know, if you if you know that you can always call on that business to come in and help you again to fix something or have a simple low level support contract with that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg, uh, doesn't cost you as much as having uh, a, a, a bomb in a seat that there's um, an expensive one. You know, that type of thing, I think, is, is something that you need to it needs to be considered now. You know? And
1: you and and I guess it gives people the ability to scale up and down as and when they need things rather than think, right. Well, I've got Jim sat over there on 60 grand, but I haven't actually got any work for him to do in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So they can do that. Um, uh, Yeah, they can call on whenever needed, you know, so that that makes quite a difference. I mean, usually we work with teams, so there may be that there is a couple of people in the business. But and they are flat out with stuff, so they haven't got any additional capacity because there is a level of capacity that everybody's got. And extending that team is harder like for all the reasons we've just been talking about. So then just doing stuff that isn't exactly, uh, you know, essential, but it's it's got a good value. It's got, uh, you know, um, suitable value to the business can also be an option. So it doesn't mean that you just go, right, well, we're never going to have any devs in the business. It's just that they're going to be harder to find, they are expensive, you know, to recruit again. Now you're talking probably 20, 30% increase in salaries now to, to recruit anybody above and beyond what you're normally paying in-house. Um, so, you know, those the those are the actual facts. That's what's happening. And I think that's going to be the, the challenge going forward um, when you've got, you know, a, maybe a small team that needs more capacity you're going to think
1: well how can we do that and that's something we've seen as well where where teams have got developers in-house but their roadmap is laid out already for the next 18 months two years so when something well let say when they want to be dynamic and come up with something new or a new feature or whatever there's no there's no more space to to do that stuff so that's where they need to either look to uh, bring someone in or look to a, a software house to come in and support that uh, requirement. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly right. You know, it really is a problem because
0: you know, you re- you have to, you have to get these things done. But like I said, if you've got a roadmap, something either has to give, so something gets pushed into the long grass and that, that's two years away, or um, uh, you you know you increase your capacity short term and um and i think that's where you know uh using a, th- a third party works you know just just for that short-term boost you know a big requirement that's come in that really does need to be done but you don't want to interrupt the flow of the the current roadmap you know and um and i think that's probably where uh where that flexibility works
1: really well Good stuff. Okay, well, I hope everyone found that interesting. And uh, as ever, if you've got a subject that you'd like us to talk about that you think would be relevant, do do drop us a line and let us know, uh, and we'll be more than happy to pick that up. Um, but otherwise, we look forward to catching up with you all next week. Thanks very much.
0: All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, so thanks, everyone, for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favorite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.